Hi there, this is Taylor checking in with some conservation news from the past couple weeks for Pelicanus and Intentional Ecology. Working in the environmental field is an experience of some very high highs and some low lows. As always, there are horrendous environmental stories that deserve our attention, action, and mobilization, but it is our opinion that you can find those headlines in many places. But there are also empowering and inspiring stories that demonstrate major conservation successes from around the globe, achieved by real people who have grouped together to create a better planet. We've been collecting these stories and messages every week for years, and I'm still surprised at how resilient and creative both nature and humans are when facing big challenges. Hi everyone, we've got a handful of headlines for today's Pelicanus News. I've categorized them into wildlife protections and drawdown. These stories are truly incredible and also reminders to me that conservation can actually work. Okay, this first one in wildlife protections is out of projectcoyote.org. State judge issues dramatic decision in striking down Wisconsin wolf hunt. In the biggest news so far for wolf protection in the United States in 2021, a court in Wisconsin issued an injunction requiring the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources to set the quota at zero wolves for the upcoming wolf trophy hunt scheduled to start November 6th. The injunction was granted at the request of Animal Wellness Action, the Center for a Humane Economy, Project Coyote, Friends of Wisconsin Wolf and Wildlife, and Wisconsin resident Pat Clark as part of a legal action filed against DNR. Judge Frost's decision to prohibit the hunt rested on his concern that DNR has violated the Wisconsin Constitution by failing to finalize the formal rules and follow its own policies related to the wolf hunt. Instead, DNR has been relying on an emergency rule since 2012. Pointing to a failure of democratic decision-making, Judge Frost acknowledged the perverse result of an emergency rule that has lasted about a decade. DNR's emergency rule has had devastating impacts on the state's wolf population, with a first blow delivered in February and a second one planned for November. DNR needs to stop it, Frost said in his oral ruling issued from the bench. They need to actually comply with the law. The judge ordered DNR to set the wolf quota at zero and to issue zero licenses allowing hunters to kill wolves until it engages in formal rulemaking. Opponents of the planned November wolf trophy hunt argue that DNR has recklessly managed wolves, including in the aftermath of the lifting of the federal protections by the outgoing Trump administration that took effect in January 2021. Part of the state's mismanagement included setting a wolf kill quota of 130 for the upcoming hunt without any sound scientific basis or conservation rationale. During quota-setting hearings in August, DNR freely conceded that it did not fully comprehend the final impact of the disastrous February 2021 trophy hunt when at least 218 wolves were slaughtered in a 60-hour killing spree that exceeded the set quota by 83%. We are heartened by this rare instance of reason and democracy prevailing in state wolf policy, said Michelle Lute. Uh, PhD in Wolf Management and National Carnivore Conservation Manager for Project Coyote. The granting of the injunction gives Wisconsin wolves a reprieve until federal protections can be restored in separate proceedings in federal court. Really happy to see that. Um, 
best of luck to their efforts there. Uh, it's super critical for maintaining wolves. All right, here we go. So the second one uh, in wildlife protections is under uh, out of biologicaldiversity.org. California protects Pacific leatherback sea turtles as endangered species. The California Fish and Game Commission voted to protect leatherback sea turtles as endangered under the state's Endangered Species Act. The commission acted on the recommendation of the California Department of Fish and Wildlife, which is concerned by the turtles' dramatic decline in state waters. California's action will make an outsized difference for leatherback sea turtles, even in the face of global threats like the loss of nesting beaches, said Catherine Kilduff, an attorney for the Center for Biological Diversity. Protecting the state's ocean to save leatherback benefits not only sea turtles, but whales and people too. The California Endangered Species Act will ensure that leatherback's decline gets the attention it deserves during this global biodiversity crisis. This third one is from theguardian.com. And this is very, very interesting. I have mixed feelings on this, but uh, I'm including it because of the precedent that it could set. Pablo Escobar's cocaine hippos are people too, US court rules. Recognition as interested persons is a legal first in the U.S., allowing animals to have their interests heard in court. The offspring of hippos, once owned by Colombian drug kingpin Pablo Escobar, can be recognized as people or interested persons with legal rights in the U.S. following a federal court order. The case involves a lawsuit against the Colombian government over whether to kill or sterilize the hippos, whose numbers are growing at a fast pace and pose a threat to biodiversity. An animal rights group is hailing the order as a milestone victory in the long-standing efforts to sway the U.S. justice system to grant animals personhood status. But the order will not carry any weight in Colombia where the hippos live, a legal expert said. The quote-unquote cocaine hippos are descendants of animals that Escobar illegally imported to his Colombian ranch in the 1980s when he reigned over the country's drug trade. After his death in a 1993 shootout with authorities, the hippos were abandoned at the estate and left to thrive, with no natural predators. Their numbers have increased in the last eight years from 35 to somewhere between 65 and 80. In the suit, attorneys for the Animal Legal Defense Fund asked the U.S. District Court in Cincinnati to give interested person status to the hippos so that two wildlife experts in sterilization from Ohio could be deposed in the case. Federal Magistrate Judge Karen Litkovitz in Cincinnati granted the request on 15 October. The animal rights group based near San Francisco said it believed it was the first time animals have been declared legal persons in the U.S. While animals have been granted legal rights in India, Pakistan, and Argentina, courts in the U.S. have been unwilling to do so until now. Our second category is drawdown. I've got a couple really exciting ones here. The first one is out of grist.org. And Hertz just made the biggest electric vehicle purchase ever. The United States' second largest car rental company is betting big on a greener fleet. Hertz announced that it had placed an order for 100,000 Teslas as a first step toward electrifying its fleet of rental cars. The move represents the single largest purchase of electric vehicles ever, and comes just months after Hertz emerged from bankruptcy. In a press statement, Hertz interim CEO, Mark Fields, billed it as a major new chapter for the company. The new Hertz is going to lead the way as a mobility company, Fields said, starting with the largest electric vehicle rental fleet in North America and a commitment to grow our EV fleet and provide the best rental and recharging experience for leisure and business customers all around the world. 
In the company's press release, Hertz said it would also install thousands of new charging stations to accompany its electrifying fleet. These stations will be available to customers in addition to Tesla's exciting network of charging points throughout the U.S. and Europe. Our last one here is out of NPR.org. And 9 in 10 cars now being sold in Norway are electric or hybrid. More than 9 in 10 new cars sold in, in September were either electric or rechargeable hybrids, according to the Norwegian Information Council for Road Traffic. Of all new passenger cars sold so far in 2021, less than 5% are gas-powered. A slightly smaller percentage use diesel. Around 8 in 10 new passenger vehicles were all-electric, led by the Tesla Model Y. Sales of all-electric vehicles saw a roughly 46% increase over the previous September, the council said. Norway plans for new cars to be emissions-free by 2025. The sales numbers push Norway closer to meeting its national goal of transitioning to an entirely zero-emission fleet of new cars by 2025, an initiative the government backs with lucrative tax incentives. In fact, the Norwegian Automobile Federation recently reported that if past trends continue at the same rate, Norway could see its last internal combustion car sold in April of this upcoming year. Wow. All right, I hope these stories bring some optimism and lightness to your month, and I look forward to sharing more in the future.